Hello, Lions Country. Welcome to Under the Tree Talks with Zane and James. We have an encouraging program lined up just for you. Today, we will talk about sports, the Bible, and have some special guest speakers you will not want to miss. Get ready for an exciting show with Zane and James on this week's edition of Under the Tree Talks. What's up, listeners? Welcome back to our fourth episode here with Under the Tree Talks. And we got a great show for you today as we will be interviewing Adam Mativier and Tucker Cox, as well as our thoughts on this week's episode and uh, daily devotion and the verse of the day. Zane, do you have anything else for our listeners before we get into the show? Well, guys, y'all going to be listening to a great show today. We have some great guests today on the show, and we're going to be hearing their thoughts today about God and the Bible, and so we'll know how they impacted their lives and how God has transformed them to become great students here at Piedmont, and y'all just sit tight, relax, and we'll have a great show for you. Yes, and after this break, we will have our first interview with Adam Mativier. Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Well, check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsero. This show is giving you everything NBA on and off the court. So, if you're a basketball fan, go check out Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray and Chris Donsero. Find Basketball and BS on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're here with junior redshirt Adam Mativier, who is a business management major and plays baseball here at Piedmont. Welcome, Adam. Thanks for having me on, Way. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. First off, just tell me about how you found God and your story behind that. Yeah, so I was raised in a Christian household. My parents took me to a Lutheran church growing up. My, uh, my family's from the Midwest, so Lutheranism is pretty big there. So, and there was one only like five minutes from my house, so it was perfect for us. So, I went there growing up, and then to change pastors around like I don't know, I was like thirteen or fourteen. So, we switched to a non-denominational church, pretty like modern church now. And but then in high school, I was pretty lukewarm, so I was really I didn't go a whole lot. Maybe like just a few times a year, you know, your typical Easter Christmas services, and then uh, just a couple throughout the year. And I really only did it to make my mom happy. Like, I believed in God, you know, but definitely didn't live the Christian life. And like, yeah, I was just super lukewarm in high school. And I really didn't find God until my freshman year of college. So I uh, started reading the Bible around. So it was Christmas break of my my freshman year. It was because, yeah, I went off the rails uh, that fall of freshman year. I'm not going to lie. So I think me reading the Bible uh, freshman year, that Christmas break really helped me, and it took a huge step in my faith. That was when I, like, wanted to p- started pursuing Christ, and do things changed almost immediately. I had, some things I struggled with was, like, lust and my mouth, so when that happened, a lot of that dropped. A lot of my temptations dropped a lot, and my cussing started to uh, drop as well, so then, um, yeah, I had a teammate at Georgia College named Ashton Sturgill. Shout out to him. I doubt he's watching this, but I remember one day he just took me out to coffee and he was just like, dude, like God loves you no matter what, no matter if you shove like eight scoreless innings or you get absolutely lit up. Like he doesn't care about you as a baseball player. He cares about you as a person. So that was also a big wake up call for me. Just, uh, I, that changed my perspective on life. Uh, cause my identity growing up was baseball, but now it's a child of God. So and, you know, I'm still struggling, but I think now I'm doing a much better job than I was back in high school. Yeah, that is very good stuff. Of course, I can kind of agree to that. Where I, Growing up, I went to church like all the time throughout 
elementary school and middle school, I was in like a church group there at the church I went to. And then once kind of high school, I did, I still went to church, but I feel like I just went not really focusing on God as much. And then in college, um, I feel like I never go to church. Of course, I didn't start going to River Point until last year. Really? So yeah, because obviously Mac, who was on here previously, introduced me to that. But yeah, and I've just kind of grown since then. And I definitely struggled throughout uh, a little through high school and now through college some. But thanks to uh, Mac introducing me to River Point and trying to help me out recently uh, has really helped me to figure out myself and all that. But of course, you also go to River Point too, right? I do. Of course, you went with Mac first, right? Yes. Talk to me how y'all like found River Point. So Mac is actually my roommate. He was my roommate last year, and he's my roommate uh, again this year. He's definitely a godsend, dude. He's helped me so much in my faith as well. And I remember it was like our second day here. I was like, man, we got to find a church to go to. So we, like, we went to that, you know, that Baptist church across from Piedmont, where it's like, I don't know, dude, the average age has to be like 70 years old. Jeez. Yeah, it was, we were the youngest people in there by far. And we're like, all right, this, uh, this probably isn't right for us. And then I was just scrolling on Instagram one day, and I was like, dude, there's a college night at this church, like not too far from campus. Like we should check it out. And then we went and then we met Pastor Jason, who's just an awesome dude. And yeah, we kind of just got hooked. And then that was like when Mac started inviting a lot of the teammates like you and just like the rest of the guys. And I think that's how, as a team, we started to grow in our faith when all of us started going to River Point as well. And talking to Jason, going back to Jason, he's been great, dude. Because, you know, we stay after church service an hour after service like tonight we'll probably do the same thing you know and just talking about just life and trying to grow better as a person you know yeah jason is a great guy of course meeting him really changed my life because he's really helped me out through some things and uh learning some of his sermons that he teaches especially last year like you said with lust of course he was talking about like sinful and how sex and all that premarital sex yeah and other stuff but and obviously porn but uh he had talked about some sermons about that and no church i've been to has really talked about that and it was really cool that he talked about that and i've been uh doing a lot better with that and haven't really been all lustful and all that so he definitely helped me change uh my perspective on that no dude i agree that i remember that lust talk porn and pancakes that night do you remember that back in like february yeah i do yeah that was i i agree with you i never had a church service that talked about sex and porn like that because back at home they did talk about sex and lust but they were like all right if you're not comfortable with this we're gonna have like an alternate service and and like that you can tell they weren't like they were very uncomfortable with the service but jason just tells it how it is and i think that's what makes river point different than like any other church i've been to yeah i can agree with that because the when i went to high school the pastor i thought he was a great guy of course helped one of my good friends out but uh, he was a nice guy and then out of nowhere I think it was my freshman year of college, uh, I'd found out that he had cheated on his wife oh, and all wow. that. Yeah, and that was wild to me because obviously he was a great guy to me. And finding out about that was really interesting. That's crazy. Yeah, it was wild. And then, uh, of course, that changed a lot to me. And then after that, I kind of stopped really going to church. And then, of course, last year, I really started going to church more like every Wednesday, obviously. Now I'm starting to go like more Sundays and all that, actually waking up mm-hmm. and not uh, oversleeping. And then we got the team Bible studies that Mac leads at. That helps us a lot, too. Yeah, the team Bible centers are really good, of course, learning all that. And then this past week, we had started doing Bible verses together as a group. So really digging deep into different verses and just about each other's lives was really interesting and cool to talk about. But lastly, just talk to me how you've kind of related 
your story with God into your kind of baseball career? Mm-hmm. I kind of mentioned it in the first question. My identity growing up was baseball. Like, if I had a good outing, uh, the rest of the day I was, you know, pretty pretty jolly. And then if I if I didn't do well, then I'd be in a in a pissy mood the rest of the day, you know. And I really struggled my my freshman year at Georgia College. Um, I was retroded, but like we did inner squads in the fall and, you know, transitioning from high school to college, I really struggled, uh, first semester just through the baseball side. I got lit up. And so, and I was just like upset the whole day and I was really uh, down on myself. You know, I was really hard on myself. Cause I was like, I feel like I'm one of the hardest working guys, but it's just not paying off. I'm just getting like absolutely destroyed on the mound right now. And then, like I said, uh, my boy Ashton Sturgill, he took me out the coffee and he goes, dude, like, it doesn't matter. Like, there's a lot bigger things in life than baseball. You know, God's not going to send you to hell if you have a bad outing. So one example of this was my first start in California. You remember this? Uh, against Calu, I gave up four bombs. Yes, that was a rough outing. <laughs> yeah, that was. So we still won. Yeah, we did. We did. And yeah, that was probably the worst start of my life. And after the game, I was obviously in shock i'm like there's no way that just happened but i really just shook it off like right away because because one we won so that's really all that matters you know and two the perspective i looked at it was just god gave me the opportunity to be at piedmont and dude we were in california playing baseball i was like there's not many people that get to travel to california to play baseball like we were near the coast we did so many cool things like we went to you know the dodger stadium rose bowl it was just such a cool opportunity that i'll definitely never get you'll never forget it like we have so many like memories you know, we made so many memories there. It was just such a good like team bonding thing. So even though I got rocked, we did win and it was just a great experience. Yes, it was a great experience. Really cool atmosphere there in California. Of course, the scenery, it was very beautiful. Yes. Obviously, it was very windy, which oh, is, of course, good. not like here in Georgia. But yeah, I kind of felt that too throughout my college career. Freshman year, I actually had a pretty good year. And then COVID hit. And after that, I kind of struggled a lot, kind of just beat myself up about it and Kind of last year, I started to change that perspective, and I just kind of blew it away and was like, I'm not perfect, so I know I'm not going to do everything great. I'm going to make mistakes and all that and fail. So yeah, it was really uh, hard at first for me because I didn't know how to handle it, but now I do to just relax, calm down. Not not everybody's perfect. Only God is perfect. Mm -hmm. But yeah, is there anything else you would like to say before we leave? Just thanks, man. I had a great time here. I I love doing this. I love talking to people about just faith and baseball it's like two of my favorite things in the world so yeah i appreciate it oh no problem thanks for joining us today too i appreciate you yeah that was adam mativier redshirt junior starting pitcher here on the baseball team but after this break we will have another interview with tucker cox looking for a radio show well i know a really good one and it's tune into wake up with J. Ray and A.B. every Friday morning at 9 sharp for the latest world news, celebrity gossip, and the hottest hip-hop and R&B hits you could ever ask for. So be sure to check out Wake Up every Friday morning only on WPCZ, LP, FM, Demers, Z, 98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont University. Lions Country. Today we're interviewing Tucker Cock, Jr., nursing major here at Piedmont University. So Tucker, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks for having me, y'all. So Tucker, what has God motivated you this past few years in college for you? He's just motivated me to love others well and to continue to spread his word on campus and wherever I go. And what's your biggest regret in life? You want to know the real answer? Sure. All right, this is a question I ask people when I uh, 
meet him to get to know him, Zane. So my real answer is before I was a believer, it was premarital sex. And that's my biggest regret in life because of the impact it has had on my life. And what does your dream life look like from now? Uh, one that follows God to the fullest and to become the man that he has planned for me to become. What are you most thankful for? Uh, just the friends I have that they can hold me accountable and we can grow together. And when did you find God to come into your life as being a kid? Uh, I didn't accept Christ uh, truly until I was coming into college as a freshman. Before that, I lived in my sin and lived my own way uh, according to the, the world. Even though I called myself a believer, I didn't act as one. And to become a believer, what obstacles did you overcome in becoming a believer? The biggest obstacle that we all have to overcome is dying to our flesh, which is just the innate desire to sin. Uh, that's one that we all still fail at, but slowly but surely God renews us and creates in us a new person. That's awesome. So Tucker, looking back on what you said in these past few questions, who is Tucker to you? What embraces yourself to become Tucker Cox? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Aren't we all at college trying to figure out who we are, you know? It's, but yeah. the most important thing is figuring out who we are in Christ because that's who we belong to. That's who died for us. That, so, that's so true. I mean, That's my motivation. That's so true. I mean, I pray every night before I go to bed. I pray every night I have dinner with my family. I mean, it's amazing how God really puts me in that position to to have. I mean, I've loved my family all my heart, and... I wouldn't trade anything for the world of it. It's the best thing to have for anybody. And to those that don't have any families, I really feel for them and hope for the best for them and just look on the bright side of life. So, Tucker, what is your favorite thing about Piedmont? My favorite thing about Piedmont is how tight-knit of a community it is. Professors know you on a personal level, and they like know you by name and recognize you walking to class. I still um, talk to many of the old professors I have. And they'll ask me about like cross country and track and say congrats or good job or whatnot uh, about my performance. And the fact that the school is smaller, you also uh, see someone you know every single day walk into class, which is good when you're having a good day. But if you're having a bad day and you're like me and you don't want to be with anyone on a bad day, not <laughs> so pleasant then. But uh, most days it's great to just see a friendly face and a friendly smile. That's so true. I mean, I try to stay positive every day. Always put a smile on my face to see everybody and say, hey, how are you? I want to make sure everybody's feeling okay. If there's somebody feeling blue, I would love to just go up to them and say, hey, are you okay or something? Just give them like a day to remember and just say like if you're okay or you're happy. Just kind of embrace their, their day or something like that. And looking in the Bible, what verse stands out to you the most? One of my favorite verses in the Bible is Romans 8, 1. Uh, it says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Well, and then it continues to go, uh, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Just reminds me of God's love and the sacrifice that Jesus paid on the cross for us and that we're a new creation in Christ. If we uh, believe that Jesus died for our sins, where God creates us, uh, creates a new heart in us, and we are to live according to the Spirit that God places in us rather than according to the flesh that desires sin. I mean, well, that's a great verse. And do you want to say about, like, what do you think the new creation is? The new creation is the new person that you are based off of who God says you are, that you're beautifully and wonderfully made, and made by a God that knows you more than you even know yourself. He knows the number of hairs on your head and knows past, present, and future, and knows whether or not you're going to accept him, 
knows whether or not you're going to live eternity in heaven or hell. He knows everything. And when were you baptized? I was baptized last year. And when you were baptized, what do you think it transformed in your soul? Uh, the baptism itself didn't transform anything in my soul. It was just an outward expression of something that already changed, of how God changed my heart. And the baptism was just an expression of that faith that God has placed in me. It represents me dying and being born again, just like Jesus died and then rose from the dead. Absolute facts. Thank you so much, Tucker Cox. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Tucker Cox, junior nursing major at Piedmont University. Well, guys, we're going to head on to a 30-second break, and we'll get back to you on Under the Tree Talks with Zan and James. Heads up. You need to get on the ball with Matt on Z98.7 FM, hosted by myself, Matt Kodrowski. Tune in on Wednesdays from 4.30 to 5 for my thoughts on the latest updates from the pro sports world, as well as an inside look on Piedmont Athletics. You won't want to miss it. Wednesdays at 4.30 on Z98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont University. Get on the ball. We are back here on the show. Of course, two great interviews from Tucker and Adam, of course, sharing their stories and how they found God and just what God truly means to them. But yeah, relating to them, of course, I've gone through troubles as well, struggles, like they mentioned. And I mentioned earlier with Adam's interview about how I've struggled with sin and all that. And just you got to be proactive and changing your lifestyle and finding God and speaking out about God to other people because everyone goes through something and struggles like that. But yeah, everyone goes through struggles and you never know what someone is going through and just sharing a little bit of word with them and word of encouragement as well will help them in the long run, no matter what they're going through. And just even having a little sit down and pray with them, praying with people, whoever it is, is a really good thing and shows that someone truly does care about them in life. And God, of course, cares about everybody. He loves everybody and will be there for everybody no matter what they're going through. But Zane, just give me a little thought on this episode and what you can relate to or anything. Well, all I can say is that um, that we're all adventurous. Um, we're willing to take risks and take chances in our lives. And we want to be, we're, we're being bold and courageous to learn about the Bible and encounter the Word of God and reading the Bible every night and praying to the God is um, what we do every day. I mean, because God hears us no matter what we do. And we're determined to, to be active and be involved with the Lord and be ready for everything that He does for us. We want to work digitally in classes and we want to be the friendly and kind and just a few adjectives that can describe a person's personality. We want to see what is on the other side of, of the greater good in the, in the Lord. And there's no better way to say it than being out there with God. Because as I said before, when I die and go to heaven, I want to be with God. And it's going to be amazing once I take my final breath and then my spirit become into heaven with God and passing that golden gate. And then I'll be having God take my hand and then i probably be in the best position that anyone can ever imagine from now. Yes, amen to that. Of course, finding God and being able to go to heaven once you die is just really amazing because your life on earth is really short compared to your life in heaven is eternal and lasts forever. So just be proactive. Go out and share the word if you know someone doesn't know about the word of God because you want to see everybody in heaven and make sure they live life through God and not for themselves or for somebody else. 
just know that God is the one who is behind everything. He makes things happen for a reason and has a plan for everybody. But concluding with that, we will now get into the verse of the day. 1 Corinthians 6.11 Rebellious and vile sinners is what some of you are, but you are washed, you are sacrificed, you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. Zane, just give me a little background of what that means to you. I think it means a lot to our to our lives. It's just that we, according to the Bible, God died for our sins. I mean, nobody can trade anything for something like that. I mean, God is not only just a friend. I mean, he's our bodyguard, like I said last week. I mean, he just puts us in the right perspective and puts us right in the future because if we want to do great in life, we got to just work for it. And you were justified in his name and you were able to overpower your life because God made you for a purpose and he doesn't want you to give up on your dreams. And with all the things that you do, he's helping you along the way. And no one can take that from you. And if you keep on doing those things like going to school, eating eating a great breakfast, lunch and dinner, and studying for your classes, then you'll see a big difference in your life. And in the future comes around for you, you can see how much you've grown and how much you've impacted your career in what you're doing. And then when the day comes, you'll be going up to heaven and... God will approach with you, and I I picture this in my mind, that when I die and go to heaven, I feel like it's going to be a a big golden gate or something. And then he'll be standing right there, shaking my head, and say, welcome to paradise. And today's daily devotion for Under the Tree Talks today, tell God today that he is good, that you appreciate all he has done for you, that you love him, and that you're relying on him to help you in all you do. I think this daily devotion means... A lot for all of us. Everybody can say this. God is good no matter what we do. I mean, it's just that we, because we, every day we pray to him and all those prayers come up to heaven. And he's hearing us and watches what we do. He's good all the time. And I mean, he's the greater good and he's putting us at the right, at the right area when we do things. And then we have inspirational thoughts and ideas that he wants to hear, and he appreciates what all we do. So if we do things according to his will, he hears us, and he appreciates what we do. And we'll, he loves us, and we love him, and we're just a big, happy family in his eyes. Yes, amen to that. Of course, God is always with you. No matter what you're going through, struggle, even if you're going through something good, God is always with you. And just know you're one prayer away of finding the Lord, and we would love y'all to keep listening, tuning in, and we hope that we're spreading a good word for you. That will conclude this week's episode here with Under the Tree Talks with Zane and James. And thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening to Under the Tree Talks with Zane and James. New shows are uploaded at 11 a.m. each Friday morning. So be sure to come back next Friday for another exciting edition of Under the Tree Talks with Zane and James.